Welcome to the special Potapalooza episode. Kimberly Crow invited me to come to Potapalooza on December 18th and interview some of the VIPs, and so I did. I'm sharing them with you over the course of three special episodes, some amazing stories, some amazing things to learn. You can find the contact information in the show notes. You can be part of this and possibly be on my show at the March 5th Potapalooza. Check guywhonknowsaguy.com slash links to get information on being involved with that. And with that, let's get on to our first interview at the Potapalooza special show. So next up, we have Art Geyser. Art is the creator of Energetic NLP, a special blend of NLP, that's neuro-linguistic programming, spiritual principles, and transformative energy work. He is, in, is an internationally renowned NLP trainer, life coach, executive coach, intuitive, master healer, and medical researcher. Art is known for his humor, caring, miraculous energy, uh, remote energy work, and his ability to help people release energetic and unconscious blocks and limitations and open up their miraculous abilities. So I'm super excited to meet you, Art. Welcome to the special edition of the show. Oh, thank you, Michael. I'm really thrilled to be here. Great. So Art, tell me what makes you awesome. Well, what makes me awesome is a couple things. One is that I believe everybody's awesome. My superpower is opening up other people's superpowers. Ooh, I like that. And um, I used to think when I, I'm a former medical researcher, corporate consultant. Um, so I'm, I like to tell people I, I'm woo-woo without the woo-woo. Uh, but, um, um, you know, when I was first learning to do energy work, I thought I... Uh, <laughs> Well, close our breakout room. Oh no, what's happening? What's happening here? This is the advanced tape radio. Well, that was exciting, and now we're back. So, Art, continue telling us about your superpower. So, years ago, when I was first learning spirituality and energy work, you know, when I discovered I could do amazing things, I thought it made me special. And then I realized it didn't make me special because everybody's special. Everybody has these abilities. I mean, what makes us special? It is our unique, you know, we're unique embodiments of a vaster being. And there's all kinds of ways we're special. But everybody has miraculous abilities. It's not everybody's interest. It's not everybody's path. But anybody who wants to can work with energies to transform their own and other people's lives. And I've been teaching people how to do that since uh, the 80s, late 80s. <laughs> I, I love that. It, what's great, I mean, that resonates with me as, as being a, a networking guy. All of my assets are other people. It's just other people I know. The only asset I have is the ability to connect and get to know other people, which really anyone, if they set their mind to it, don't tell them, could do this. No, do tell them. Um, but it is exactly what you're saying. So so what do you do? You know, so, so what is your unique way of, of bringing out the best in people and uh, helping them to realize their potential? Well, a couple of things. One is <clears throat> when I'm doing like training work with people, I make them take a pledge that they're not going to believe anything I tell them. <laughs> Um, I, I made up a term beliefs du jour and because there's so many wonderful teachers in the energy spiritual space but everybody's telling you the truth <laughs> and I think everybody's seeing like a, a little portion of the truth and then they think it's the whole truth mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll tell people these are my beliefs du jour I, I'm offering them to you to help you explore them work with them and my work it's always about people connecting with their own spirit and their own deep inner human wisdom which is always better what I, anybody can teach you and in my i call them energetic nlp energy spa sessions I, people learn and it's real easy to put their spirit and their inner wisdom in charge and that creates what we call a miraculous self 
different than high self or active self. And then my job is to get the energy flowing in their own spirit, their own, own inner wisdom will decide what energies it likes and what it wants to do with them, what programming to dissolve, what old limiting beliefs or karma, spiritual contracts. And then their spirit and inner wisdom replace it with wisdom and concepts and skills, abilities from their miraculous self. So what I'm really proud of is, again, I'm not trying to clone people into me in my programs. I'm trying to, I think of the people in my programs, they're like flowers. They're people that want to grow and blossom and develop. And maybe they have big challenges. Maybe everything's fine, but they're just looking for what's next. And again, my superpower is clearing blocks and opening up abilities beyond what they thought they had. Okay. And, and have uh, fun doing it. Yeah. And, and so, so I'm sure you know, some people probably listen and be like, that, that all sounds great, but what do you actually do? Like, what's the, what is the process? What's the modality? If they were to meet with you, what would, uh, what would the experience be? Do you, do you put crystals on their head or do you shoot them with a no. laser? Or <laughs> well, most of the work uh, I, I do, my, my clients and my students are all over the world. So mm-hmm. remote energy work is one of my specialties. And so no lasers. Huh? So no lasers. No lasers. But um, so in, in working with me, they set their intentions. Mm-hmm. They give permission for it to happen because that doesn't automatically go together. And that's a whole topic in itself. And then I, I teach them to put their spirit and inner wisdom in charge from the miraculous self. And then I encourage them just to use their imagination, be playful. And then so like if I was working with you, I would then start energy flowing in your space. But again, your spirit, your inner wisdom would decide what happens. And my belief is also that in your miraculous self is talking to mine. So I'm being told what to do. And often it's not even what I had in mind. And those are usually the most powerful. Mm-hmm. So, so people always stay in charge of their own personal growth, but not conscious charge. They're not analyzing themselves. You know, if they could already have made the changes by analyzing themselves, they would have done it. So, and I'm a very logical person. I was a medical researcher. But I, I know the power of going beyond logic. So I open them up to just relaxing, putting their miraculous self in charge, letting go of control and letting the magic happen. So um, that's so, what happens. So, so, so it's really it's getting the, the blocks out of the way to let them. Let getting them the blocks it. out of the way and then activating and resetting their energy system to open up more of their abilities and some of them want to use it in corporate settings, some mm-hmm. artists, some coaches, it's relationships. It's, um, it's like the Ginzu knife, you know, it slices, it dices, it's whatever they're up to in their life. Oh, great. Okay. Up, up more potential. Uh, now, so is there, is this the kind of thing where, where they really need to work with you in order to get the benefit or are there things that you could share with the audience that they could bring into their lives right now that could give them uh, an, yeah. a change? So I have, tons of YouTube videos and stuff. And the energy works on the recordings. If you imagine they're happening right now, but what I'd really suggest is if people go to blockbuster, the number seven.com. So one word blockbuster, number seven.com, they can access a a free masterclass, which is a series of four short videos. It takes them through energetic energy processes. And they right there can start clearing blocks, programming, past life energies, other people's energies, and opening up more of their abilities. And um, oh, he says humbly, people love the program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of positive uh, feedback on it. Okay. So again, it's blockbuster7.com. Uh, if, we, if we had more time, I could teach people a, 
quick little energy thing right now if they want. Okay, I mean, we've got about uh, 10 minutes or so left. So. Oh, okay, that's yeah. enough. So, one of the, so to me, the keys to doing really powerful and easy and fun energy work, again, you put your spirit and your inner wisdom in charge. Mm-hmm. And the other is that you're you playful and you use your imagination. Hmm. If you were five years old and I said, okay, fill up this room with sparkling gold energy, you'd giggle and, and you would do it. I would have to put on sunglasses because you wouldn't be going, am I doing it right? Is art doing it right? Is it working? You just do it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to encourage people when we go through this process is just pretend that it's working and later you'll know. Um, <laughs> but while it's going on, it's like with sports. If you're analyzing, you know, the way to throw an athlete off is to get them overthinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can't get the flow. Um, Because these are natural abilities people have. Hmm. So the first step, and I'll go kind of fast, but it really is easy. So I'd like everybody just set out. The outcome I would suggest is clearing energy out of your energy field that's not yours and not helpful. Hmm. We're sponges. It's just like if you'd never washed your hands your whole life, Mm -hmm. you'd have all this gunk on them and you would think that was really you. But if you fell in the stream and it washed off, you'd go, what's this stuff? And like, oh, wait a minute, I can move my fingers. And oh, this is me. <laughs> in the same way, people's thoughts, their emotions, a lot of the energy of that is energy you started absorbing in the womb and your whole life. Mm-hmm. So the intention I would suggest for people if they want is that, and whether you believe in it or not, just that you'd like to clear other people's energy that's not helping you out of your energy field. Mm-hmm. And give 100% permission for that to happen. And then a miraculous self is formed when a person's wisdom, their deep inner human wisdom and their spirit are working together. So you get the vast perspective of the spirit, the practical perspective of the deep inner human wisdom. So right now, I would like to suggest to people, just set your intention that your spirit, your deep inner human wisdom are coming together and they're forming a miraculous self. And just pretend that's happening. Mm-hmm. Permission and just... And as easy as that, just pretend it's happened. Give permission for your miraculous self to be in charge. And then we all played with magnets, almost everybody when you were a child. So your unconscious mind knows you hold up a pin and you hold up a magnet, let go of the pin. All you gotta do is let go and the magnet does all the work. Yep. The, the metaphor, the symbol of a magnet is wired into all of us. So I'd like people to imagine there's a magnet floating out way in front of them. Mm-hmm. And just pretend that magnet has the ability to gently and powerfully pull energies out of your space that aren't yours and aren't helpful. And give your miraculous self permission to decide what energies in your energy field it wants to let go of. So don't try to figure it out consciously. And then just give the magnet permission to gently and powerfully start pulling energies out of your space. And then pretend it's happening I like to imagine squiggles and lines and symbols and things are coming out of me. Mm-hmm. Your miraculous self won't release anything that it shouldn't release. See, so anything that releases this easily, you're done with. So analyzing it just gets in the way. So imagine energy's going out to that magnet. They're dropping into the earth and the earth will recycle the energy. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna do three more magnets, one high above your head. And it clears from your shoulders, Inside your head, there's all kinds of chakras and energy channels in the head, energy field around the head. And then going up above your head, 
there are, there are chakras in, our, in your body that are in your energy field going up at least three meters, nine feet. So just give your Meraxil permission and, and they hugely affect your life and most people never even work with them. Just imagine any energies your miraculous self doesn't think are helpful and it doesn't want are from your shoulders on up going up three meters, nine feet. That whole energy field is being cleared. Mm-hmm. Drop that into the earth. My favorite, the magnet way behind you because energies literally hide behind your back. <laughs> and um, just imagine the whole back of your body and energy field now energies are being released that aren't yours and aren't helpful. Drop that into the earth. And then the, the fourth and last magnet is in the earth and it clears from the base of your spine. There's lots of energy channels and chakras in your legs and knees and feet, toes and going down uh, a meter, three feet below you. There's chakras there and there's energy field all around you. And imagine that's all being cleared and going into the earth. Hmm. And then I only know two quotes from Aristotle. One of them is nature abhors a vacuum. Nature abhors a vacuum. So in energy work, you always want to fill up. So now ask that your miraculous self, your spirit, deep inner human wisdom, are bringing more of your authentic essence into your cells, your DNA, your organs, your chakras, your energy channels, all the layers of your energy field in all directions, that you're filling up with your authentic energy. Because we're so stuffed with other energies, we shove our own energies out. (laughs) We're bringing authentic energy and also universal and earth energies that your miraculous self thinks will help you now in your next steps in life. And then that's it. So again, it was just, you put your miraculous self in charge, one magnet in front, release into that, drop into the earth, a magnet above, a magnet behind, a magnet below. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and sometimes people worry you don't hurt the earth, the earth transmutes that back into pure energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just imagine you're filling up with more of your essence and supportive energies. I love that. And I, I think even just the, the visualization exercise is a meditation. Yeah. Um, so, so if, if you are quite analytical, like, like I am and you are, then you're yeah. like, so at first you're doing meditation. So that's valuable. Mm-hmm. And then, and then that idea of, of separating kind of what is yours and what's not without thinking about it is valuable. Yes. I've had some powerful experiences recently when I realized like, wait, that's not me. Why am I doing yes. that? I've yeah. been doing that for 15 years. I should stop doing that. And, and then of course, you know, everything that it actually does um, you know, assuming it does work, could be, you know, can be very powerful as well. So that's amazing. And, and of course, this is, if you're listening to this, you'll listen to a recording. So if you didn't catch it all, you can go back and listen to it again. So, yes. and, so and let me just say, I, I, I'm thrilled that you're aware. So few people are aware of that, that, that it isn't just unconscious programming. The weakness of NLP, and NLP is fantastic, mm-hmm. is that you treat everything as an unconscious or conscious process. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you have other people's emotional energy in your space. It's got their thoughts, their feelings. And, and like I said, just realizing this isn't even me. Yeah. My mom's yeah. stuff, my dad's stuff, my partner's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. This, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've realized very recently, I went to an event very transform, transformational and yeah. realized I'm carrying some stuff. And, and I don't know if it's, if it's energy, psychological, what, what layer it's on. Yeah. But, you know, personality, I did the, the disc assessment. I'm like, wait a minute. 
I'm not high I, I'm high D. I've been pretending to be high I for 15 years <laughs> because people got upset with my high D traits. I'm like, I have been not me for 15 years. And the way people responded um, to me changed instantly when I made that realization and started started embracing that. So so Amazing. yeah. Yeah, it's extremely powerful to make sure that you are you are you and you wash those hands. And and just briefly for people, what I suggest is if you do those magnets in the morning when you get up, it, for me, like, I usually wake up like, Ugh. and then I, I do my magnets and I feel like, oh, world. It's like I had a cup of coffee. You do it before you go to sleep. You'll sleep better. You do it before an important meeting. The meeting will go better. Mm. Have a difficult interaction with people doing it at, or like before family functions, if your buttons are going to get pushed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And go to the bathroom, do it during, you know, mm-hmm. um, and do it later. Yeah. So. Uh, silly question, I guess. So you wake up in the morning, you're lying down, you're, you are yeah. parallel to the earth instead of perpendicular. Does it still work yeah. or do you have to actually be vertical to... Yeah, no, it, 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 some people prefer to be vertical, but it works either way. Okay, so you can do it before you get out of bed to clear your head. Yeah, I just, I've hit the snooze alarm and I, you know, and I just do some energy work and then they're like, okay, now I'm ready. I love that as a concept. So, uh, so, you know, people got a lot out of that. Of course, they can go to blockbuster7.com and they can get your, your masterclass. Uh, is there any other way they should reach out to you if they want to connect further? Yes. Um, if if um, happy to receive emails, uh, art at energeticnlp.com. And, and then also uh, that's the word energetic letters nlp.com. Mm-hmm. But also on Facebook, I'm the only art geyser. If you look up energetic NLP, um, uh, message me there. And, or I, I do a lot of, um, I think, We've got well over 100 recorded energy sessions just on Facebook. Oh, nice. Okay. And, um, and people can go look at them, and they're on particular topics like, you know, issues with your mother, your father, um, um, having more joyful motivation. I mean, they're just all kinds of fun topics. Fantastic. Well, this has been this has been great. As when I when I signed up for Pudpalooza, I'm like, I don't know who's going to be coming in. It's going to be cold entry. You know, cold networking is fine for me. That's my thing. Yeah. But you know, you, you've kicked it off really well for me. You've got oh, thank uh, you. Surprisingly, a great energy for the podcast. <laughs> so so this has been great. It's been great to get to know you, uh, and I will definitely talk. We had, I we mentioned before we went on how I do the Power Lunch podcast, and I'll reach out to you about having you on there to meet some of the other Power Lunch guests, whoever those might be. So. And I love the way you interview. I'm going to start listening to your podcast now because I, I, I like your style and what you're going for. So um, I love it. I mean, style in a meaningful way. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much your haircut. Which is <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good. My, my wife does it. So it's pretty good. That's yeah, very nice. Very All nice. right. Well, it's been so great to have you on here. I got to get on to the next guest because I think they're about to send them into the room. Yep. But this has been fantastic. And I've loved meeting you. Thank you. Great. Thank you. I loved it. Next up on our special Potapalooza episode is Jody Maley. So I have a short bio for her because she was actually a, a last-minute substitution. That's the exciting thing about this event. I don't know who I'm going to be meeting until they come into the room, and I meet them at the same time you meet them in the audience. So uh, the short bio I got is Jody Maley is a heart-centered sales and leadership coach, and I bet there's a lot more to that. So Jody, welcome, and tell us what makes you awesome. Awesome, eh? Well, thank you for inviting me in, Michael. It's great to get to know you a little bit. What makes me awesome is that I have actually been doing sales and business coaching for over 26 years. years. And um, I love giving women entrepreneurs that light bulb moment. 
sometimes it comes from going into my training sessions. Sometimes it's even from who I refer them to. So nice. Okay. Uh, so, so how long have you been, been coaching for? Over 26 years. Okay. So it's, the sales and the coaching has all been sales all and that. leadership. Um, I was a regional vice president with a few different direct sales companies. Okay. And they always kind of put me into, we want you to train sales and leadership. So now I do that full time for myself. Nice. Yeah. You're good at this. You should teach other people to be good at it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and and so, so what are, what are the, some of the key things that you teach people that, um, that are kind of unique to the way you teach? Um, so what I use is I'm a personality dimensions facilitator as well, too. Okay. So what I love in my teaching is that people really get to know their own sales personality mm. and then okay. speaking the language of the other personalities so okay. that they're having conversations, not being salesy and pitchy, but they're really trying to get to know their ideal client or customer. I love it. Uh, so what, is there a particular, uh, is like a personality typing system you use or how do you yeah. do that? Yeah, so that's what it's called. It's called Personality Dimensions. I'm up here in Canada, so um, it's it's very snowy here today. But uh, we it used to be, I think in the States, called True Colors. Oh, True Colors. I actually just learned that recently. Yeah. And so we, up here in Canada, we've changed it and made it our own, which is called mm -hmm. Personality Dimensions. Interesting. Okay. So you still use the same four colors, or is there a new... I system. still use the same four colors. Um, we've just enhanced them a little bit more up here. So. Okay. So, so share with us kind of, kind of the, the quick version of, of uh, how it works and what the, what the types are. Oh, okay. Um, so there's the four types. There's green, um, who is an analyzer personality. There's orange, who is exuberant and thinks outside the box. There's gold, who is organizer. And then there is do, do blue, who are your feeling people. Nice. People get in and want to know everything about everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I have, as I was actually recently introduced uh, by a guest we have coming on uh, in a couple months, Leah Fink, who taught me about this. So it's interesting to hear this the second time. Um, I learned about this like last week. And, oh, wow, confirmation. And, there you go. <laughs> and, and when I learned about it, it was, it was explained as, as kind of like disc, but a little bit closer to how humans actually break down. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Exactly. I, I found like the, the eyes of the I and S kind of gets blurry as to what's what, whereas I heard the colors. I'm like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I like it too, because there's not too many people who use it from the perspective of sales. Mm. And leadership. So I'm one of the few within their company who's doing it with that style. So a lot of people use it for youth programs and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so talk a little bit about how it, how it plays into sales. and. Um... Oh, so with sales and leadership, with a lot of entrepreneurs, they seem to wear, especially when they first become an entrepreneur, they wear all four of the color caps. So yeah. And they try to be and do everything. Whereas I really want people to know and develop who they are and then hire out those other colors because your brilliance isn't necessarily someone else's brilliance. And where mm. you're least brilliant is where someone else goes, woohoo, I can do that. So, yes, no, I, I could well understand that because I'm, I am highly orange and not highly gold. So I, I get that. You need to hire an organizer. Yes. Yeah, no, that, that's absolutely on the agenda. Um, once the cash flow gets going, that is definitely the plan. Um, so, so, when you're, so when you're in the sales process, 
Um, what are some of the differences? I, I, I know obviously like if you're, you're an aggressive outgoing person and you have, you know, a shy analytical person and you, you hit them aggressively, you're going to definitely not make the sale and probably have the police called on you. Um, but talk a little bit about how, you know, some, some sort of quick lessons people can take from this to, to, uh, to apply to their business and how they're selling. Well, well, some quick lessons with that is um, in my leadership development program, I actually talk to people that you don't, I, I've coached so many women who say I'm an introvert. I'm not a salesperson. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like sales. And, and I really changed their mindset with that because introvert and extrovert is kind of a myth. Mm -hmm. One of the myth busters that I love to talk yeah. about because with that, people think that I'm an introvert, I can't speak. But really an introvert and extrovert, especially when it comes into leadership qualities, is mm -hmm. how you recharge yourself. Right. It has nothing to do with your selling capabilities. I have shy, quiet people who, you know, they can easily make five, 10, 15K quickly in a month. Mm -hmm. So it just has to do with how they re-energize re themselves. And that to me is the real response for introvert, extrovert. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge, and I think that that message is getting out. That I mean, I'm you know on a scale of one to ten, where ten is extrovert, I'm like an eleven. So I go to events where there are people to relax and recharge. Um, but I can certainly understand the opposite. Me, you know, my wife's an introvert. Um, exactly. She needs to recharge after hanging out with me and my daughter in the house, let alone like actual other people. And you have to go find her in life. a room with a book. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Preferably a room that's not physically attached to the house. I think she actually wants to build a she shed at some point. And, so she can leave the building and go to another building to be further away, be further uh, possibly away. underground maybe. But uh, <laughs> so, so you know, I, I definitely understand that. Um, and and so, so what you're saying is there's some people who, who kind of brand themselves as, as I'm not good at reaching out, I'm not good at, at going out and they, they limit themselves in that way? They limit themselves and especially the self-talk of I'm not a salesperson mm -hmm. when really you just need to know your own authentic sales style and mm. then know what language is even comfortable with you. Um, when I was regional vice president, there were lots of women who were like, oh, they would try to use the same words that I used and they flopped with it. I'm like, uh -huh. because you're not me. <laughs> you have to speak authentic to who you are and what you're selling. And then people just get drawn into the conversation. Way I love more. that. Yeah. I, I was at an event recently, one of the guys is down in Texas and, and the guy says like, yeah, so I just shoot from the hip and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can say shoot from the hip. I can't say shoot from the hip. I'm from Connecticut. All right, we yeah. don't shoot anything. We don't have guns in Connecticut. <laughs> Texas, of course you shoot from the hip. Texas, yeah. No, it, it worked. Um, so, so I, so I think the the is the orange type kind of your typical salesperson, the more brash and I think so. high energy in your face. The high the energy seems to be a little bit more the orange. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs tend to be orange because mm -hmm. they think outside the box. They don't like being, yeah, they don't <laughs> like typical nine to five. They want to have their own time freedom. That's definitely an orange mm -hmm. person. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs in the blues, um, the blue personality, a lot of entrepreneurs are blue as well. And then blue is kind of the connector schmoozer people. The, the connector emotions. people, the people who like to shake hands, the people who love to talk and talk and talk. And us oranges are like, get to the point. <laughs> What's the point? 
Mm -hmm. I'm a yes or no person. I'll make a decision much more quickly. And so just knowing that you're talking to those people, even when you're in a sales conversation, makes it a lot more authentic because then you you know the right questions to ask them as well too. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so if someone is, is more, more say, uh, you know, a, a green, they're, they're, they're the analyzer, the researcher, the, 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 the geek, if you will. Um, so, so what, what, so, 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 so what can a green do to be, cause, cause they might think, well, I can't sell. I'm a green. I'm, I'm about analyzing and research. How can they be an effective salesperson? That's a great question. Um, since I'm married to a green and I'm about to have my German shepherd jump me here, but that's, okay. <laughs> that's, um, that's exciting thing about live to tape radio. <laughs> that's what happens. Um, so my husband is a green analyzer. He sees the bigger picture and for leadership and sales for him, he has to go in knowing the facts. Hmm. He doesn't like being surprised. And he doesn't like not knowing the answer to a question and looking stupid. Mm. Those are kind of his big key things. And even for leadership, um, a, green, a green is a really great leader, but they also have to have a good support team of having a few of the blues and having even golds surrounding mm -hmm. themselves with leadership because they can be quick and to other people seem judgmental, mm. but they are the bigger picture people, <laughs> the nerds, right? Like yep. you do, they see the ins, the outs, what, what'll go wrong and everything like that. Um, but when you're doing strategy sessions, they're not the best people to have in the room. Mm. That makes sense. Cause, cause they're, they're, they're waiting for more data. They're waiting for more data. And so um, with bigger corporations, what I've done when I do leadership stuff with them is the high greens will go out of the room while they're trying to do preliminary stuff. Mm. Then once they kind of have things working together for an hour or two and they have a list of ideas, then I'll bring in greens to analyze it, see mm. what's the best approach. And then we kind of do a circle thing with that. That, that makes a lot of sense because the, the oranges are the ones who are going to be like, let's do this. And then we can go there and we can bring in these people and that's going to be the audience. How are we going to do it? I don't know. But anyway, we're going to do this. Amazing. <laughs> And then you bring in the greens afterwards to be like, okay, how do we do this? Well, uh, we're going to need a budget and we're going to need a marketing plan and they're going to need a brand and we're going to, yeah. Yeah. They're definitely the behind the scenes, behind the scenes people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so what's there? So, so, so greens are more the research and gold are the systems structure people. Yeah. The difference so, between them? so a gold personality, um, especially in sales and stuff, they are really great in sales that have a lot to do with say like RSPs, money, um, things like that, because they're all very family orientated as well. Okay. And so that gold personality, they like everything in order. Mm -hmm. And that's why they love things like talking about RSPs or talking about funding for your child for school or trips and organizing. Um, I have one of my daughters is a high, high, high gold. And she already has here for Christmas, everybody scheduled on what date that they're all we're all arriving and when we're leaving and who else is coming and so whenever we go on trips and stuff that's the one that i always get to organize it all and, and so 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 like with disc you're you're a high d you're a high i or you know you're mm -hmm. one of them yeah. with, with true colors you're you're a little bit of everything is that right exactly so with true colors i think that a lot of people depending on what situation you're in we're all i always like to say it, we're all plaid 
where we can all be a little bit of each color, but really where we illuminate or shine the most is what our true personality or our true color okay. is right at the core. And that's what I get people to discuss. Be who you are at your core, be authentic, mm -hmm. and then just learn those other personalities and how to speak their language. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Let's think about, you know, we're talking about RFPs and whatnot. I'm like, I, if, if you want me to go through a system, have it be a series of prompt questions. It's like question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. But I'm mostly orange. Like I know I'm, I'm wild and crazy. Uh, but, but I, I think it's just more. It's easy. It's it lets me sort of turn off. Like oh, I can think about one question at a time. But I think I'm I'm great. I'm gold in that situation. But not in general. I can't set up systems. I'm not like I love. I like following systems because then I don't think about them. But exactly. I, I think for oranges, we like the checklist and stuff, but only so that we can get through the checklist so that we can go and play. <laughs> the quicker oh, we get yeah. through the steps, the we quicker we can get out the door. <laughs> yeah, because then you can win. That's right. right. Checklist gives you points. So I love, you know, with, with BNI, it's got this it's scoring system. You know, you yeah, you do this this many things every week. I'm like, I love it. There's a point value, there's a scoreboard, somebody's winning, somebody's losing. That's right. Like that's how I want to play Even this. Even if game. it's a five dollar Amazon card, we don't care. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's all about the all about the winning. So yeah, this this has been has been fantastic and it's great to um I yeah, I, I find this system fascinating um ever since I learned about it. And uh, so you know, how can somebody get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and what you do? So I have my website, which is jodymailey.com. And on the website, I actually have that people can go and have a free profile um, to see what their sales, authentic sales style is. It's a fun nice. quiz. Just takes a couple of minutes to fill it up. And then we connect from there. Well, that is great. It uh, looks like we are coming to the end of our time and I think you'll be sending someone else in here. Uh, but is there anything that I, I didn't ask that you'd like to bring up in the couple couple minutes we have left? You know what? I like these quick calls and getting to know people really quickly. So, no, I think you covered everything. It was really great to get to know you. And I'm going to have to check out your podcast. Yeah. yeah. These are like orange style interviews. Usually I do blue style interviews. That's right. Where we, you know, I, I've played around with formats between 25 minutes and 60 minutes. Because um, I definitely get blue when I get into a conversation. Not sad. Just blue. <laughs> But this has been great. It's been great to great to connect with you. I'm glad I'm glad you were subbed in at the last minute. This has been a lot of fun. So thank yeah. you so much. All right, thank you. All right, next up here on the special Potapalooza episode is Sally Gimmon. Sally Marie Gimmon holds a weekly mastermind for her real estate group that reaches over 800 investors. She hosts Money Secrets Weekly on Win Win Women TV. She's been a featured speaker, featured speaker for Badass Women in Business, returning guests to Investing for Success and Automate and Create Summit. So Sally, I'm excited to meet you. Um, we talk about Mastermind with 800 investors. That sounds like a big networking kind of thing, which is my kind of jam. <laughs> it's um, We started in Phoenix and then when, when COVID hit, hit, we went online and now we've got investors, somebody from the UK, somebody from Mexico, Canada and somebody from Japan who calls in the next the if it's Wednesday night it's their Thursday night so they tell us what happened the day before oh so. yeah that sounds good so they can tell you the future exactly uh-huh yeah the time zones are really the secret of the rich that's how they, they just know what the market's gonna do tomorrow they call someone different time zone and that is um, definitely not how it works but if you don't understand time zones you might think so <laughs>
Those well, I like how China has all the same time zones, so you don't have to worry about things, but true. Mm -hmm. um, but my real estate group, we do everything. Um, personally, I do notes and tax deeds, and then there's um, multifamily, there's wholesaling, there's uh, short-term rentals. We have a week, uh, we have daily phone calls where you can bring in your problems, and um, I, you learn so much from those conversations. So that, that sounds incredible. Yeah, I had uh, David Haberfeld on the on our show. Um, actually, he's been on the show twice uh, last year, and he is a, a local real estate investor. And one of the, you know, when you ask him what his, his key takeaway, key lesson is, it's always get a mentor. Don't yes. figure it out by yourself. Uh, it's very expensive to learn anything, especially real estate by trial and error. And so, you know, get a mentor, get a community, get people who can teach you and share and that people will. And that sounds like something you've, you've put together there. I would love to say I put it together. I'm just a member and I teach a mastermind in the core, in the uh, group every Thursday night. So oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, it sounds like something great you found to be part of. Yes. I'm very happy. A, fr a friend of mine said, Hey, you've done, you've done uh, tax in Arizona's tax liens. Mm -hmm. He's just like, come, come just to, to, free, uh, to a meeting and I got to talk the first time. So oh, great. That, that is fantastic. And of course you've done a lot of other speaking as well, but let me kick off by first question I normally ask, which is, Sally, what makes you awesome? What makes me awesome is I love to teach people things, uh, th new things or emphasize what they, um, help them learn something they don't know before. And um, just love to talk to people. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and so share with us some some new things. Uh, so our, our audience is primarily, you know, early stage entrepreneurs, people who are maybe considering entrepreneurship. Um, so I'm a little bit more advanced, learning about networking and whatnot. So, so what are some things that people in the business community might uh, might find interesting that maybe they don't know yet? As you said, find a group of people who have masterminds. Um, the uh, Napoleon Hill's book, uh, "Think and Grow Rich." Mm -hmm. That um, what, one situation we had with a uh, note in Tennessee, you had to have somebody live at the court system. They hadn't paid us for 27 months. And we're like, okay, my business partner and I, somebody on the call said, call concierge. And I'm like, never even thought of that. So we hired someone for a hundred dollars. She showed up at court. She said, here are the, here are, uh, what they haven't paid for. And we were able to uh, go through a forfeiture in Tennessee with a hundred dollars instead of taking a whole day off and flying out to Tennessee and wasting a lot of money. So wow. to me, that was perfect information. So, so where did you find this person you hired for a hundred dollars to go do that? Uh, when someone brought it up, we just Googled it and there were actually three different people in, this was in, um, uh, I just forgot, in Knoxville, Tennessee, three different con conciations and we knew the court date and the second one said, I can do that. So. Oh, so, so, so people have just the freelance concierge service where they'll show up places or stand in line or do those kinds of things? Never even thought of it, but yes, I, I, it was very surprising. And I, it, now I'm doing this in different places. Like, oh, I need this person to go take pictures of this property, or I need this person to go look at this. So it, it's oh, the best thing in the world. That is fascinating. I had no idea that existed. So concierge is the word people search for. It, it, exactly. Uh, the city, put, you know, concierge and put the city in, and you'll find people who do that. And I shouldn't say this, but it's cheaper than Fiverr. I mean, because yeah. you can find people on Fiverr and, you know, the, the woman who showed up at court, she goes, these are my, uh, she goes, your court ca uh, case is at 11 o'clock. I give you three hours, if it, uh, more than three hours, and you, it's another $50. She called us right afterwards and she goes, I got out of there at 11.10. They took all the information and 
everything's taken care of. So it, it was perfect for us. That is brutal. Yeah, I, I also say that in a couple of ways. Um, you know, I, so networking concierge is what I call myself because I make introductions to people. They hire me to, to connect for them. But I hear like, that sounds fun. Like, I want to put myself out to do that because I want to, because, you know, you never know what you're going to be doing. And, and you know, take a picture here or show up in court and you can meet who knows who. Um, sounds an incredible opportunity. So that's a really interesting concept um, and a really interesting business model for anyone out there who's just like, I don't know what I should do. You know, with, with COVID and everything changing, I don't know what to do. Like anyone can do that. Correct. Correct. And, and that, you know, because we had to move fast because if we didn't take the court date that they gave us, that uh, uh -huh. we had less than 72 hours. And yeah, so it, um, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good information with on our calls in the morning, there's over 800 in the group and literally there's 40 to 60 people depending on what day of the week. So you, there's always a different conversation going on at the same time. So that is fascinating. Yeah, that, that's, that is fantastic. Um, so, so what are, what are some other things that you would share with, with business people? Um, now, so I, I know you do the, uh, the infinite banking concept, the infinite banking concept, and then also a trust that defers all capital gains. So I, I work with my real estate, uh, group, you know, right now, capital gains is at 23.8%. So you sell a house for a hundred thousand dollars, you're, you're paying, uh, $23,000 to the federal government. With what just got passed by um, the two large bills, mm -hmm. if you make more than four hundred thousand, your capital gains is going up to forty percent. I mean, that's just unheard of. So, mm -hmm. the trust um, you could have it by itself, or you could have it with the infinite banking. And several of my real estate friends, you know, you, you wholesale a house and make ten thousand dollars. You you want to keep as much money as possible on that. Right. Yeah, the capital gains is is charged on the the difference, right? If you buy a house for a hundred and sell for ten, then correct. It's ten thousand dollars. So uh, the ten thousand dollars, it's twenty three point eight percent, and unfortunately, it comes when you do your taxes. And if you wholesale four houses, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of money. So ah, okay, and 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 is and that's not net of expenses. So if you if you buy a house for for a hundred, you put five thousand dollars of work into it and sell it for hundred and ten. You're still paying on on, on the ten thousand dollar difference. You can take out the expenses, okay. but somebody like cryptocurrency. Um, I have twenty two clients who do this. You know, they bought. I have one gentleman who bought uh, has over three hundred um, uh, bitcoins. Bought very low. He can't touch it because he knows as soon as he tries to cash them in, he's going to have to pay so much money for this. So uh, okay. with the with the with the trust, he's just signing over his account. So then he doesn't want to cash them all in, but he wants to cash in like three or four of them to make the uh, to get uh, money out of that. Mm -hmm. um, day traders, same situation. You you want to make money, you just don't want to pay money. So right, so, so you can use this trust to to shelter. Exactly. To shelter. And the neat thing about the trust, uh, it is almost 500 years old, and it's based on uh, what happened back in England on the Magna Carta. It's a contract law, not a legislation law. So if you know, I use a self-directed IRA for some of my real estate investing. They can mm -hmm. change the rules on that at any time. Now I'm switching everything over to my trust because it's uh, a titanium vault. They can't come in and change anything. So lawsuits, suing, everything else. You know, I've got seven properties. I don't want something to ruin me if something happens at one of my properties. Interesting. Uh, and 
so so obviously there's a lot of nuances to this i'm sure the average person can be like i was gonna go start that kind of magna carta trust and i'll be fine <laughs> um so i, I guess the, the bigger thing for someone listening because uh, you probably can't explain a lot of detail of this in five minutes but so what are the spaces somebody can find to to be around the right kind of people to know this sort of thing i that's an interesting thing because i kind of fell into i i fell into infant banking back in college um I took a student, I don't know if it was um, overdose or suicide attempt. Uh, when she got better, she said, call my handler. And she was the god, uh, the granddaughter of Mars family. Mm -hmm. And her handler who showed up said, find out about insurance. So I've been an insurance agent for 19 years. And he said, you'll find out about infinite banking. So I stumbled into it by, on, by accident. So I've done, been doing research on this for, God, I hate to say it, past 35 years, trying to f uh, find out more about infinite banking so wow okay i got lucky and and in can you describe infinite banking in two minutes or less yes it okay. is the secret of the rich um if you get a, a good policy paying uh only 500 dollars a month first year's your hardest you get about 320 dollars back to uh, start a snowball of debt that ends up being an avalanche and then you start recycling your money over and over again and tax-free and it's a beautiful I, I i'm so glad i found my two policies now. And, and so, so what is the vehicle that this uses to, to do this, this magical tax shenanigans? It's a very specialized whole life policy. You are, your money is making 3.5% compounded interest rate. Mm -hmm. And then when you do borrow the money, you're taking it from the general fund. So your money still makes this interest rate and then um, it's not losing any of the interest rate. So we insure your house, you insure your car. Why not insure the money you make? Okay. And, and, and so the magic is using a, a whole life plan and not the kind you get from your random bog standard insurance guy unfortunately not um i have been an insurance agent for property and casualty and for uh life insurance i personally take a 70 percent cut on this helping people to uh pay down their debt and have them cry on your shoulder with happy tears is mm -hmm. a huge reward i'm making good money in my real estate right now that i can afford to take a 70 percent cut from what Jake at State Farm sells, if that makes okay. sense. Now you, said you mean seventy? You get you get seventy percent less. Not that you're taking a cut. Correct. I, I instead of my commission. Uh, um, one thing I want to say is I'm not trying to make fun of other insurance agents out there. But if someone is uh, discussing IUL, uh, industry uh, IUL insurance policies to do infinite banking, run as fast as you can because it's not working that way. IUL uh, is universal life. Yes. Okay. Index Universal Life. Sorry. Index Universal Life. Okay. Yes. Yeah. My my uh, grandmother had a, a Universal Life policy that was sold to her as as whole life, and yes. she lived longer than her agent expected her to, and we got nothing. Because that's a scary scenario that I hear over and over mm -hmm. again. And if I can help somebody out there who's thinking about it or being the hard sale on it, it's not what they. It's not being advertised correctly, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Universal life is a very <clears throat> complex and complex and dangerous. It's not for the amateurs. Correct. And with uh, with what I do with my company, uh, IWS Infinite Wealth Strategies, with infinite banking, you get your map, you get your uh, uh, cash flow analysis, and then you get two free mapping sessions every single year. And then you can schedule three more if you need them, five more a year. You just need to schedule them uh, to go over when you wholesale a house. You have a no payoff or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, and, and and of course, um, 
you know, obviously you're a resource. So, because I imagine a lot of people, and, I know, and there's a lot of people that kind of, uh, I don't know if call them new rich or, um, but, but they, they just kind of start getting into wealth strategies. They, they buy a, a rental home or they try cryptocurrency or whatever. And there's so many pitfalls and traps. Like you buy a Bitcoin at a thousand and you sell it at 30,000 and suddenly you get whacked with a $15,000 tax bill. And you're like, what the what? Correct. Um, and if you do it in January and then you don't figure it out until April of the next year, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, you already spent it. And so, so it is very important to, to network in those spaces and yes. to meet people like you. Um, and I imagine if our listeners wanted to meet not just someone like you, but you yourself, you would be open to connecting with them. Is that correct? I would appreciate that. Yes, very much. So how would they get in touch with you, Sally? Uh, my website is to make an appointment is learnwithsallymarie.com. You can set up an appointment like can, ca- calendar. Um, I'm going to be honest, it's a little bit under construction right now. My IT guy has gone on a cruise for two weeks. <laughs> he goes, oh, no one's going to look at it over Christmas. I'm like, I don't know. So... Yeah, well, I'm not sure when this is going up anyway, so it might be fine. But it, does the button to the Calendly work? It's not Calendly. It, it's a, we use one Zoho, so okay. it's a, a little bit different from that. Does the so. button to the scheduling work? Yes, it does. As yes, long does. as you got that, then then you're good to go. So, so exactly. people can, can so, so you're saying, like, don't mind the lumber that's piled up next to the button and and watch just, out just, for the watch out for the ribbon and just kind of click on the button. and Just click the button, ignore everything else. I, uh the video looks as if I'm a vampire about to bite your neck when it's because he didn't he hasn't cropped it yet. I'm like this looks horrible. So okay, so ignore the vampire video, ignore the dust, just click on the button. Um, so th- that's the best way people get in touch with you. Is that uh, learnwithsallymarie.com? Correct. Correct. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been great, and it, it sounds like you're a great resource for people, especially as they move into that point in life where they're they're maybe doing more than just a 401k or um, you know they're they're finding these opportunities so that they don't have to give all that money back to the government or who knows who else. Exactly. I mean, I, I have no problem saying I'm Novo Rich. I would love to have a Mitt Romney problem, but that, exactly. So, Michael, I appreciate this time. Thank you. Yeah, this has been great. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm glad you got uh, got sent into the room with me, and it's been great to meet you. Have a wonderful week th- weekend then, okay? All right, you too. Take care. Bye-bye. There is plenty more to come. I just wanted to split these up so we didn't have one three-hour file because I'm not Dan Carlin with Hardcore History or Joe Rogan. I release them all at the same time so you can let your feed keep playing. It should bring you right on to the next interview. If you'd like to get in touch with any of the three awesome guests you just heard, check the show notes. Their website's down there and all their contact information. And, of course, if you would like to attend the next Podpalooza in March, go to guywhonowsaguy.com slash links, and either the link will be there or it will be there very soon. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, jv-connect.com. That's jv connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.